Previously on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. Please enjoy our complimentary food and beverage service while you wait to be ushered into the auction hall. Give me a bad version of what they got or the worst wine you have. I do not care. Clasper, hook me up. Three glasses from the Skunk Nuts Vintage. The way that the silver stangs over there, the way that they stand, I think that they might be uh, chaperones. The, the golden hound dogs, what could be so great that keeps bringing them back over and over? What they mostly buy is like almost extinct stuff. The best thing you can do with the amount of money that you have now is drive up the price on every other thing. So if they want what you're selling, yeah, I can drive up the price on that. You get that knife in your body easy. Is there something else that you get greedy to get? Tongs. What are you doing here? I got to piss so bad. I'm so sorry. Did I go the wrong way? Why don't you come with us, ma'am? Please make your way to the auction hall. We are ready to begin. and Zooks, you all see the crowd shuffle in to these... The, the regular a, crowd shuffles in. Yes. Billy an old, there. old man sitting next to no, me. Oh, he's, his lawyers are here. Having his sex here. with his tonic and gin. That's here. what he does. Yeah. Uh, basically, a wall of doors opens up, slides open, revealing the other half of this sort of big circular chamber. And the other half of the room is just hardwood floors with uh, aisles of chairs, almost like a um, almost like a wedding. And at the very front of the room, uh, I guess furthest from where you all are standing, there is a podium set up on a stage. And in front of that podium, there are five pedestals. Each one is covered by a black cloth. And behind that podium is, yet again, another one of these stewards in the white holographic vapor suit, you know, outfit uh, with a big pyramid for a head. And he is sort of nodding at everyone as they walk in and take their seats. What do you two do? Uh, Griffin, I would like to, and I don't know if it's Arcana or Investigation, Oh, but I know that in the beginning, right, when we first got there, the voice said, like, not to do any magic. If any magic was, like, detected, right, I would get in uh, trouble. The exact wording was witnessed by one of the staff here. Okay. Get in a lot of trouble. When the things open, right, when the doors open. Yeah. I want to see if I can observe, like, the participants close enough to see if I can notice any no interest or intention from them towards any particular lots or any particular pedestals. Uh, 
I, I, I don't think that there's anything that they can give through just sort of like body language walking into mm. a room just because everybody's dressed up like a big, you know, Among fair, Us fair, character. Fair, fair. Um, <laughs> so what are y'all doing? Um, I'm, I want to, do I see the person in the cobalt suit? Yeah, they're walking in too. I want to sit behind wherever they sit. Okay. Zooks? Um, Zooks is going to sit directly behind the three golden wolves. Uh, okay. We'll say that all of those are sort of on the left cluster of, of seats. You know, you all are sitting fair, fairly close close together. And then the the doors behind you all shut as the final participants walk into the room and take their seats. And the MC, there is a, a thought passes through Devo's mind of yes, I wonder where Amber is. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the MC uh, bangs a gavel on the podium and says, "Welcome, honored guests. Welcome to our abyssal auction. We are very happy to have you. Please keep in mind the rules as we move forward, particularly the final rule where." Don't buy anything you don't have money for. We will have one hour after the uh, event to settle up for the winning participants, after which point you will, of course, be dismissed from the station and free to go uh, in order. We don't want all of you leaving at the same time, seeing each other's ships and ruining the many steps we take to ensure your anonymity. Um, It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. I've made it. Today, as you can see, we have five lots up for auction. Uh, we're very excited for some of the items we've got on sale today. I anticipate a rambunctious uh, buy. Devo raises his hand. Uh, we have not started yet. No, I was um, just wondering, are any of the lots a gem that you can kiss and become friends with a dinosaur? Oh, <gasps> you're talking about the Emerald of Smoochosaurus Rex. Yes. I have no spoilers. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, thank you. We don't usually do that, like a question and answer thing before we get started. And so everyone's aware, once we do get started with the auctions, raising your hand represents that you are placing a bid on an item. So do be careful about that. Uh, any other, I guess as long as we're doing this, it's unorthodox, but any any other questions? Zooks raises his hand. Uh, yes, there, Seahorse. Oh, no, I... I was only trying out the whole bidding thing. I wanted to make sure that was what you're supposed to do. Okay, why don't we do this? We'll go around the room and everyone get a few practice bids in. Just raise your, yep, that's good. That's good. Yes, like that. Yellow smiley face, are you going to? No, not right now. Okay. Um, Awesome. Was that it? Oh, that that was, mm mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. The uh, silver stags, one of them raises their hand and the MC says, yes. And the stag actually stands up and walks up to the podium and whispers something in the MC's ear. And he just kind of turns and looks and says, that's not going to be possible. And the stag turns and walks back to their seat. And the MC says, well, with that out of the way, let's begin. And he bangs his gavel down on the podium. Amber, how are you? You tell me, bud. I don't know. You tell me. Okay, I told you at the end of the last episode, and you also made this come true. You are you're in a bathroom, and you've been in here for a minute or so, and guarding the door outside, waiting for you to finish that nasty business, is <laughs> one of the uh, security detail that uh, caught you 
taking those taking those goggles. This is where I thrive. Okay. All right. Let's see. Um, go ahead and let me do uh, investigation to see my exits <laughs> from the right. bathroom. Sure. Oh, man. 17. Hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that will make exits. Yeah. yeah it doesn't mean that I won't miss any. <laughs> you, you can't bore tunnels into the wall with your mind. Well, now, um, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? I want, I, I'll give you something with this. Uh, maybe not something incredibly useful, but there are, there's a stall in here, a single stall uh, with a deadbolt lock on the inside of it. Uh, that is, you know, tall enough that it would, you know, hide you if that is the route you wanted to take. Um, there are also two cupboards, like, on ground level that you think if you, you know, maybe took some of the stuff out of them, you could squirrel away in there. Uh, there is, like, a vent in, in the ceiling, but it is, like... Not big enough for for you to fit in. You you assume you could. You also like. There's a toilet. You could flush it yourself down there, uh, but that <laughs> would be that would be pretty. Uh, that would be pretty wild. Um, there's there's no lock on the like door into this restroom. Only on the on the inside of the stall. So uh, you have you assume until this guard's patience runs runs out to to figure something out. Um, so yes, no no exits. A few hiding spots. Uh, maybe not the news you were looking for, but that's that's what you got going on in here. Cupboards are attached to wall or no? Uh, they are attached to. They're like underneath the sink. There's like two sinks here, and there's yeah. I'm gonna lie on the ground and piss my pants. Huh? Yeah. Let me think. Hold on. Give me one second. I'm gonna open up the D and D uh, Dungeon Master rulebook real quick. Let me. Um. Hold on. No, it's not in this part. Hold on. I remember seeing something about pissing your piss in your pants. And like, <laughs> I don't have to roll to piss my pants. Uh, well, okay. If uh, I remember in balance, Merle had to take damage for pissing his pants once. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing: I have definitely established yeah. concretely that I've not only drank, but I've drank a solid amount of alcohol and of skunk yeah. nuts, which we know goes right through, <laughs> right <you>. directly through. <laughs> and that's what their slogan goes: "Skunk nuts wine. It's made of grapes, and it's running through you like a wild ape. You're gonna <laughs> love this tenon." Um, okay, this so, is the wine that you're standing. Skunk nuts. Here's how I'm gonna. Here's how I'm gonna do this, Justin. Uh, Here's how I'm going to do it. I lie on the floor and piss and my pants. And you piss your pants. It's hard to piss your own pants on command. Even but, So I'll give you advantage <laughs> oh, on this. Because, give, me, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> you, I will give you this. You, uh, you have said that you've had a lot of beverages and you did need to use the bathroom. So I'll give you advantage on this roll. But this is you battling your own reflexes to not piss your pants. I'm going to make this a wisdom saving throw against um, your own sort of your own sort of desire to have clean dry clothes uh, amber also came from a world where she was at sea a lot she was in wetsuits being forced to piss her own pants to to keep her body now this warm. seems like revisionist history you're telling me as a fisher it never person came up that you but it was part of the job on the job training i mean i had to battle the blink sharks in the water i'm right? not giving you double advantage you have advantage on this roll it's a dc 10 you're fine it's okay. a dc 10 wisdom okay. saving throw okay this would be the funniest result ever, by the way, if you fail this. <laughs> Come on. Well, if your pants have been pissed in. Is this a wisdom saving throw? Uh, yeah, your wisdom saving throw. It's a plus three for you. 
It's a 19 plus three. Call me two. I mean, it, you start to lay down and you realize you've been pissing your pants for like 15 seconds. <laughs> Next time I have a bad roll when I need it, I'm going to remember the one time I rolled a 19 to piss my own pants. All right. Um, now, did you roll the advantage? Because you could get a 20. And really, uh, oh, that's a great point. Yeah, let me see what the advantage would be. You could really piss your even, pants. Well, I don't know what a critical piss is. I think I think he <laughs> somehow floats. Is it eighteen <laughs> plus three twenty one? I was Jeez. always gonna piss the pants in every in every reality. I've checked. You piss the pants in every dimension, in every permutation of okay. our own reality. You piss the pants. Um. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Right. That was three. Those were two good rolls. So I will say Three that rolls. there was so such volume that it has passed beyond your pants and through the sort of holographic barrier. And so there is a visible, a visible mess now. Uh, and there's a knock at the door saying, uh, are are you are you almost finished? The auction started. I, I really need to get you squared away before I can go take my post back. Silence. Hello? Just knock at the door. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm. I am going to come in there now, and it's important for me to know that you know I've said that out loud for like many, many legal reasons. So, it's do I? Is that okay? Okay, I'm just gonna open the door really slow then, and he starts opening the door really slow, and it's only like a few inches open. He says, "Oh, that smells quite. Oh, 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 God, oh God." Ah. <laughs> uh. Now, to be fair, Griffin, it's a well-known fact that skunk nuts smells the same going no, out as it does going in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he creeps toward you and looks down, and he is going to, he wants to, like, check your vitals and stuff, but he's also very, very wary. What I want you to do is, with advantage, because, again, there's so much piss, make a persuasion roll. <laughs> a persuasion Persuasion oh. roll of that's five. Six minus one, a five. And a 14 minus one, 13. Uh, okay, good, not great. Uh, he, here's what he does he is going to approach you, but also uh, he reaches behind his back and he pulls out like a baton, uh, like a, a, a white baton with a blue sort of stripe of light uh, running up the length of it. Uh, and so he's got that in one hand and his left hand sort of outstretched, like approaching your, well, the holograph of your neck to try and like make sure you're alive. Uh, and so he, he does that. He reaches forward uh, and puts his hand on, on your, on the side of your neck to feel your pulse. And he's got his little like hurting staff out. It's, it's, I mean, it's small. It's like a, it's like a baton um, than a, than a big staff. It was like a cattle prod kind of thing with like a electricity at the end, or is it just like a? You can't see the electricity bludgeoning. at the end, but like there's something going on with this thing because it looks magical. But he's approaching me with his weapon out. Yeah, in in one hand, his hand on your on your, uh, you know, your your. Oh, he's pretty close, huh? I mean, he's got his hand on you. Um. Great. I'm not gonna move. Oh wow. Okay. He pulls back. And says, "Well, you're you're breathing. Uh, oh God, I really I really don't. Okay. I, I'm gonna. I start uh, coughing. I, I start coughing. Oh, gee, oh my God. I, I, are you okay? What's going? Uh, what do you? Choking. He's cho- choking. Oh 
God. Okay. Uh, oh, gross, 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 gross. Okay. He reaches over to the like uh, paper towel dispenser and grabs some to try and like line his hands with them. And then he reaches down uh, and like scoops an arm under your shoulder and an arm under your thigh to try and like roll you on your side. Away Great. Now I grab his weapon and jam it into his neck. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. He's defo, not expe- expecting it now. He's he was not, expecting he's it before. This is good. Okay, this, to make this fair, it's just going to be a straight-up dex contest. But again, for this elaborate thing you've set up, uh, you're, you will have advantage for it. Uh, so. That is a 13 plus 4, 17, or Ooh. a 6 plus 4, 10. So I will go with the 17. We tied. Uh, you, you tied. You know what it is? You get your hand on the baton, and he holds on firm to it. Uh, and... He, you see, well, no, you can't see his face, but he rears back and gasps. Uh, and, and now you all are both kind of having a, a little tug of war happening here in the restroom. She's pull, they're both fighting, right? Yeah. Bad news. I got four hands. And then she uh, uses a key point to uh, use her psychic fists <gasps> to push even harder. Uh... You're just pushing. You're trying to grab this out of his hands. You're not. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to attack him. Well, you know what? Okay, real quick. <laughs> I, I think I could do this in the heat of the moment. Um, I want to do a to to see if I know anything about the nature of this weapon. Yeah. Arcana or history? It would be Arcana. Eighteen. Wow. Okay. I don't know how you know. I, I guess you know stuff about weapons, right? You don't necessarily know stuff about magic shit. Oh, you know what it is? You you have some familiarity with the with the chaperones. Like you've you've been in the city your whole life, and you know you were there when the chaperones were founded uh, on 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 the shore side. Uh, this is a this is similar to something that the chaperones carry carry around as a peacekeeping, you know, weapon. It is a, it is a if essentially a stun baton. You also right. know uh, that they are a one-time thing before they need to recharge. Perfect. Um, so, yes, you know that about the weapon. Okay. Um, then I am using the my extra fists, four arms, to push the... to, to attempt to stun him. With his own baton? Yeah. Uh, no, with my wit. <laughs> okay, again, because you're using double the arms, I will give you advantage on this, but now it's a strength contest. 14 plus 4, 18. Oh, 5 plus me. 4. Yeah, I 18. mean, you got it. This dude skipped arm day at the gym for many consecutive <laughs> gym days. Uh, he rolled a 2. Is he out? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to make you roll an attack roll on this because you just made so many rolls to make this maneuver happen. Uh, but you push it into his neck and that blue line, it like shoots up toward the tip of the baton. Uh, I'm going to make him do just a con save. It would be a very high one, but no, that's a critical failure. There's more. There's extra piss on the floor now, uh, uh, but but he is out. And actually, where did you where did you jab him with it? The neck. In the neck? Okay. Uh, then... He goes down like a sack of bricks and turns into a regular, just brown-haired dude in like a black jumpsuit as his hologram fades. Uh, his collar snaps off from the back and falls to the floor. And you can see now that there is like a, a clasp that you have, you know, somehow deactivated by zapping this thing right the fuck on it. Hmm. 
So yeah, this this dude is is out skis. Great. Um, I am going to swap our clothes. Yeah, that's. I mean, it, it, it's six and one half dozen the other. They're very. There's pissed up in both. <laughs> oh, because he pissed his pants too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, then never mind. I'll just steal his collar. Okay. You've got his collar now. Do um, I look like him? Are you putting it on? Yeah. You don't really have any way to get. Sorry, I just established this, but you, you know, it would take something to get your collar off, because it was it took the electronic force of this stun baton to get his. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, what would happen if you wore both? Good no, question. No, no way of knowing. <laughs> I don't think I want to risk that. Um. Uh, does he have anything else on him? That's a good question. Uh, why don't you? Uh, what, you know what? He's unconscious. He would. You do not it's have a to letter from this. his dad that says, "I'm so proud of the fact that you've never pissed your pants before." It's like that. It's that one thing you've got, son, that you can always hold on to. Even as a um, child, you wouldn't use diapers. Uh, well, you already got the baton off of him, and I can roll up a you know stat sheet for it uh, here in a second. Um, I'm not sure if it would be any better than your your fists, but it probably probably would. So yes, you have that. Uh, there is, there's an earpiece in his head, not in his head, in his ear. Uh, it is kind of like the ones that you saw Desdemona wearing when you went to her shop, almost like a like headphone style thing, but it's just one, one earpiece with like almost clockwork wheels spinning around uh, on the outside of it. And yeah, I think that's it. So he doesn't have like a key card or any sort of like keys at all? Uh, not that you can see, no. Dang, Okay. Well, I'll put the earpiece in. Okay. What uh, I want to investigate the uh, the the prod to see if I can figure out how it charges. Um, you look at it, and you can actually see that the blue line on it is is already starting to sort of grow back. Okay. Um, yeah, you you get the sense that I mean, quick math. There's not a math check. I would say you know maybe ten minutes oh, it would be okay. charged up again. Mm. How does the door open and close? The to the bathroom? Yeah. It just swings in toward you. Mm. Does it lock? No, there's no lock on the door. Okay, I'm just going to um prop him and me up against the uh the door and wait. Okay, cool. Uh then let's jump back to the auction. Uh before we do, just in honor of how important the pants pissing was, I have taken upon myself to set the fourth rule of ether C as skunk nuts wine goes through you like an ape. Okay. okay. That's fair. That's more of a slogan. But, but, I, I, but I like it. I think it's yeah. fun. I think it's fun um, to see that on our, um, on our, you know, bill of rights on our old, old Testament covenant right. with the, yeah. with the listeners. I like that. So this, uh, MC gestures to, uh, another one of these pyramid, uh, folks who walks over and removes the first cloth from the first pedestal. And the MC says, this is a... I've been doing this for many years now. Uh, this is one of the more exotic items that we've had for sale. It is a bottle, not just a bottle, the last known bottle of the Hartfield Bordeaux. This is from, an, <laughs> to us, ancient surface vintage it is one of the most highly sought after bottles of <laughs> any liquid uh that exists in the world 
Um, and as such, I expect we will have a, uh, a very competitive auction for it. Uh, I will open up the bidding at 50 lux. Uh, and there's a silence over the crowd as everybody kind of starts looking around at each other, waiting for the first person to bid. And nobody does. So the golden wolves uh, raise their hand and they say, 50 lux. Diva um, raises his hand and says, 60. Cobalt Star looks around behind you and sees you and kind of gives you a little nod. Uh, without missing a beat, the golden wolves, you know, the main one, the not angry looking wolf raises his hand and says, 100 lux. Uh, Devo turns around and looks at them and says, oh, something to prove. <laughs> 125 lux. He's really pushing it. <laughs> without missing a beat, as if they have been pushed by your, uh, your, your statement, they say, 200. I want, okay. I want to try to read their tone of voice when they say 200. I mean, okay. High, I will tell you now, high DC. You are not, you do not have much info to work on, but. Yes, okay. but counterpoint, as an orator, it is literally my line of study. That's true, that's true. Uh, okay, not as high a DC, but still a, a, a decent one. Uh, okay. Go ahead, and, go ahead and roll. 15 plus 6, 21. Um, they are simultaneously annoyed and excited. This cool. is a, this is, as you have been told in the past, this is a money fight, and you get the sense that these golden wolves have never really had anybody stand up to them before. Uh, fine. 250. Let's have a charisma contest. That's a plus three for you. Oh, fuck. Ooh. Oh. I mean, you beat me, son. We're all doing vocal naps. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that was a three Oof. for the Golden Wolves and an eight for Devo. Uh, the Golden Wolf that has been speaking turns and looks at you for a long time. And then the MC says, 250 lunks going once. And then the Wolf says, 300. Zooks leans forward and speaks to the wolves and says, Man, I am so glad you did that. If you could have heard the shit he was talking about you guys a few minutes oh. ago, about how he was going to kick your ass in this auction. I don't know what his beef is with you, but oh man, he said he will not lose this auction. Jeez. Uh, Zooks, make an intimidation check. Intimidation? Yeah. Okay. Twelve. Twelve? Okay. Uh, the golden wolf just seems to ignore you. Just seems to, like, brush you off. Uh, and the MC says, 300 to the golden wolf. Going once. Going twice. Sold to the golden wolves for 300 lux. And uh, someone comes up from the uh, the White Pyramid contingent and wheels the pedestal away with the bottle of wine. And the Golden Wolf stands up and looks at you square in your square in your scale head. And uh, Devo is going to do a uh, sincere bow of deference. Huh. OK. Uh, the, and say, ah, I know when I've been beat. He. 
Oh, he's you, good. You can hear him chuckle uh, as he sees you, you know, genuflect. And he says, uh, you were beaten before you even walked into the room. And turns back around and sits sits back down. Uh, the MC then says, "Okay." Under this- under the under the mask, under the scale mask, Devo rolls his eyes real fucking hard. Okay. <laughs> uh, the MC says, "And now on to our next lot up for auction." Uh, and the you know assistant walks up and pulls the cloth off of the second pedestal, and you, you almost have to stand up to be able to see what is on this pedestal. It is a small, uh, almost like playing like a deck of playing cards sized uh black rectangular lump of metal and the mc says this is i know i said this about the last item but this is well it is the rarest metal known to mortal kind it is an authentic fragment of the body of coda whose material was harvested to create the biggest baby only the most skilled artisan can utilize it to create anything that could be a bit more practical than just a lump of metal. But it is still uh, an incredible find. And today we will be starting the auction at 10 lux. Devo raises his hand. 10 lux. One of the silver stags confers with the other one and raises his hand and says, 15 lux. 20 lux. The MC waits for a moment and looks at the silver stags and they turn and look at each other and then they turn and look back at you and then they stand up and they turn to start walking out of the room. And the MC says, 20 lux, um, going once. It'll be nice to have my own competition for the biggest baby. Uh, make a, what would you say you're trying to do right now? I'm trying Just to make coax- like a persuasion roll. I think that's what it is. You're trying to persuade them into um, to raise to raise to the bait, right? Exactly. Okay. Uh, make a uh, oh shit. I know you're only saying that because your persuasion roll is insane. Yes, a ten plus seven, seven seventeen. Hmm. They stop, and one of them turns around without conferring with the other one, and says, "22 lux." And the auctioneer looks. Uh, like his head cocks quizzically, and he says, um, okay, a, a strange number, but uh, the bidding is at 22 lux. Going once, going twice, sold to the silver stags. Uh, and one of them looks really pissed off at the one that just did that, that just took it up to 22. And the one who did the bidding just like nods him off and walks up to try and take it uh, until the assistant like wheels it away really quickly. The MC says, ah, 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 settlement will happen after the, after the proceedings. Um, please take your seats. Um, and they don't do that. They turn and walk out of the room. And the MC says, well then, sort of a strange way of doing things, but uh, I suppose we shouldn't let it hold us up. Um, let's, let's move on.
Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right, Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungal or sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the foundation for black women's wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show.
Hi, it's me, Dave Hill, from before, here to tell you about my brand new show on Maximum Fun, the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, which combines my old Maximum Fun show, Dave Hill's Podcasting Incident, with my old radio show, The Goddamn Dave Hill Show, into one new futuristic program from the future. If you like delightful conversation with incredible guests, technical difficulties, and actual phone calls from real-life listeners, you've just hit a street called easy. I'm also joined by my incredible co-host, the boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Say hi, Chris. Hey, Dave. It's really great to... That's enough, Chris. And New Jersey chicken rancher, Des. Say hi, Des. Hey, Dave. The Dave Hill Good Time Hour. Brand new episodes every Friday on Maximum Fun. Plus, the show's not even an hour. It's 90 minutes. Take that, stupid rules. We nailed it. Amber, we'll say it's been 10 minutes. The rod has, uh, the, the t- baton has now uh, charged back up. Cool. Uh, I'm going to try to use the baton to, to disengage my um, my necklace. I'm going to give you the choice. You you did this same thing to the person who is now completely unconscious in the turlet. So I don't know how you guarantee that you do this to do the thing you don't you want to do without doing the thing you don't want to do, which is knock yourself unconscious. Um. So maybe a sleight of hand check. Um, I'm I'm willing to negotiate this with you because it's uh, hmm. it is a it is an attack on yourself essentially. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Could you insulate? Um. I can't imagine that. It, how loose is it? Like, could I get some fabric in there or something? Um. Like if I were to take his shirt. Yeah, I, sure. I, yeah, you could. You, yeah, I'm you gonna could. try that just to give myself a little bit of padding. I have no idea if that'll work. Sure. I won't use his pants for obvious reasons. They're yeah. wet, more conductive, bad. And, and I would move out of the puddle of piss. Yeah, just to be safe. Damn, I'm I actually, I actually thought about that. That I, 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 you solved my puzzle. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I will. St- I will step out of the puddle of piss. Right, <laughs> and you're taking like a, you know, uh, some of his shirt cloth. I'm talking to them. Yeah. Now. Okay. Uh, cool. Okay. Now make a. Uh, you know what? Just make an attack roll against yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what an unarmed strike! Oh, oh, here it is. Because it is. Uh, because it is padded. Uh, make a disadvantaged attack roll on yourself. Okay. Unarmed strike. Mm, yes, I would say. Yeah, it's a. a plus. If you four. give me the stats on the thing, I can. Plus four. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's my unarmed strike too. So that's a fifteen plus four nineteen. Oh boy! Yeah. And a nine plus four thirteen. <laughs> What's your armor class? Fifteen. Oh, then you're, hey! yeah, you're okay. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Woo! It definitely, it definitely, you feel it. It's it's weird and bad. It's like when you touch like a, an exposed, you know, or or an ungrounded like piece of metal, and you feel that that bad feeling. But very quickly, the uh, the aquamarine choker that you had on sort of unsnaps and also falls to well you probably catch it because you're who you are um and you got it off great uh i'm gonna snap mine onto him and his onto me (laughs) fun uh okay yeah you do that and now you see uh an aquamarine blink shark now laying in the floor in some people i'm gonna jam that blink shark right into the commode okay okay 
Not like into the toilet, yeah. but like <laughs> give him a swirly. Jesus Christ! You want to get a fucking chainsaw and grind him up? I mean, are you swirling him? Because you must remember this no, gentleman I'm just is putting unconscious. Him into the so I can close the. I is there not a stall? There is a stall. Yeah. Okay, I'm putting him in the stall. That's the word for it. Yeah, it's yeah. You under just so we're clear. You understand why that did confuse me? Yeah, I you just say the commode, which dude. yeah. Also, is the if anyone detects it, it will be so fucking wild because you know what? I, so, what kind of clothing is this thing? Like, what is it making me look like now? You are looking. You now look like one of those like plain white pyramid headed like stewards. Okay, and and it's making like what is it robes or what? What is it? No, I mean it's it is literally just a almost featureless like holographic like the shields uh, from nineteen eighty four Dune. Sure, I don't know. No, it just, it looks, you look vaguely like a streamlined Stay Puff Marshmallow person, uh, but with a pyramid for a head. Like, it's not, it's not. Okay, I, it, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta ditch my pants. Okay. They're soaked in piss. Sure, yeah, all right. So you gotta ditch my pants. So now <laughs> you are, you are bottomless, except you have a hologram around you. Yeah. Awesome. That's the deal. That's the deal. That's cool. Next thing is got to get pants. Hey, pal, make sure your neck doesn't get zapped or else it's going to lead to a pretty buck wild uh, turn for this story that we're telling right now. Uh, okay. As as you get all that squared away and you throw your pants in the garbage. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Throw them around no, the feet of the guy with, in the stall. Go with him. Okay. Yeah. yeah I want fine. double the piss mistake. You're right. Sure. Good. <laughs> uh, you hear uh, a voice in that, that uh, earpiece. And it says, uh, uh, Osmond, is, uh, is everything taken care of? Did you get, did you get that, uh, that blank shark to the, the main office? Osmond, are you, come in. She's dead. <laughs> now hold on. You took a long pause. <laughs> uh, uh, I had to be sure, but she's dead. Uh, you. No, it, I think it's. I think we've got a poisoning on our hands. Oh, did boy. You, did you remove her collar? How do you know that... The, hmm? the, how do you know that it, it, she's, a, she's a she? Did you take off her collar? You ever see that movie, Sin of a Woman? All right. I just experienced the inverse. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, 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 Okay, you... Uh, I don't know what to tell you, Osmond. This is not... Why did you... What happened? I don't know, but... Don't go in here. It's a crime scene. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm going to see into the future and say, by the end of this episode, there will be six to seven unconscious or dead security guards in this bathroom. <laughs> it's going to be like in Hitman, where you just hide all the bodies in one closet. Uh, I, I mean, fuck, Juice, make a, make, a, make a performance check. And I'm really sorry that I'm making you do that again, because I know you don't, you're not but good you're at just, it. You're trying Four minus one, three. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Okay. Uh, I'm, are you still in the bathroom? No, I'm out. I'm, are you, are, is, who's asking? Or this is the security guard. Okay. Uh, yeah, but don't come in. My fingerprints are everywhere. <laughs> I, I'm, All right, Amber's walking out. She's walking out. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, hey, listen, I'm just fucking with you. There's no way. <laughs> There's no I'm way. I'm just fucking with you. No, I was wrong. You were, you were wrong about her being dead? <laughs> She's just passed out really bad for booze. <laughs> 
By the way, this laughing is happening in character for No, it's not. Okay, okay, okay. He says, I'm going to come and I'm going to come help you. I'm worried that you might have some sort of shock happening right now because of what you've done, the terrible crime. Here's all I ask. Just give me 10, maybe nine and a half minutes to collect myself. <laughs> Before you come in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way, he says. <laughs> okay. I mean, fucking go fine. <laughs> right, so what do you do? What do you, what? I get so good. I mean, I get so far with this stuff. I know, I know. It's only to come so collapsing down around your ears at the very end. Well, I get so close. One bad roll, yeah. you know, well, t- now, now, Justin, uh, let's not blame this all on the dice because your response to how's it going in there was, she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> and, <laughs> what a better, just to, to, for post game, not to be a, a Monday morning quarterback, but she's fine. Yeah, it would have been a much better answer. <laughs> All taken care of. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. then he asked her presenter. Yeah. Wait, okay. why? She's not fine. Bring her in for questioning. Yeah. Like, I don't have a good... I, I, I'm i just... St- I'll, like, here's the thing about Amber. Yeah. Amber is thinking no steps ahead. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, Amber's of course. thinking about the exact next five seconds. Sure. Right now, I think... Yes, she's going to leave the bathroom. Okay, cool. And uh, walk away from it. Toward what? The. Do you need um, some reminders of the 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 map? The vi- no, because the- I've got the security room. She could walk towards. Yes, which the other security guard would be walking out of. Right, right. What's the other direction? There is the access tunnel down to the down to the um you know the docks down below. There is the kitchen slash vault that you saw behind the bar um i will tell you just because now you are back in the main room it is it's like totally cleared out in here there's the bartender is still there working the bar uh and there is a now a very uh you know what there's like three or four white pyramid folks near the um the catering table and you hear one of them say yeah man like is like they call it the, the cost of living doesn't isn't that bullshit that you have to pay money to live? And it's it's like we are we made up these numbers, you know. And some people have bigger numbers, and so they get to treat us like garbage and make us work long hours. I think that's garbage. And all of them start chanting, "Fuck work, fuck work, fuck work." Uh, wow, is that Jeremy? By the way, it was absolutely Jeremy, Jeremy. the one leading yeah, this edition? for sure. Oh, this, I knew it. This revolution. I knew it. Uh, yeah. So that's that's that's, and then of course there is like the wall of doors that you did not see open, where but you can definitely hear the auction taking place behind it. May I ask a question? Yeah. All of the white pyramid people look exactly the same, right? Mm. I mean, there is there is height differences, but that oh, well, is, height that, differences, but, but I that's mean, like other, other than that. Yeah, they are all they are all uh, identical. Okay. I'm going to make my way into the auction. Okay. Just slipping in through a door? Yep. Okay. Just walking in through the door. Okay. One of the doors slides open, actually, as you get close to it, without you even having to touch it. And you actually hear a very quiet, low beep from your collar as you as you mm. go through. And there are a couple of white pyramids guarding, like, that wall as you enter. But they just look at you and give you a little nod and turn back to the the auction which we are also going to turn back to guarding what uh the wall like of doors guarding the entrance that i just yes. came through yes okay now let's also return to the auction 
the third cloth comes off the third item, and you all see a... Where are the items coming from? Uh, they, are, they are all lined up in front of the stage. Okay. Yeah. T- they are being taken back to somewhere, right, once the bidding on that item is done? Yes, you. I, I'll give you this. You see them wheel out uh, and through the door in the sliding like wall of doors, through a door there and back out into the back out somewhere that you can't quite see. The third cloth comes off, and the MC says, "This one is um maybe not the most exotic. I feel like I should start rating these by their exoticity. Um, this is actually an item that was left here." by one of our former um, uh, buyers. Uh, It is a lantern, but not just any lantern. Oh, no. It's magical. Can you even imagine? It is a a lantern that sheds a lot. Here, hit it. Hit it, Tony. Uh, And the the assistant turns the lantern on, uh, and it is so freaking bright in here. Just like it it fills the room, and some people, like, recoil... Make a perception check, uh, everyone. Oh, fuck. A two plus three, a five. Okay. Uh, Zooks is 16 plus one, 17. Yep, yep. Then Zooks, you notice this. Uh, I have a 16. Uh, okay, Amber, you notice this too. Uh, y- your eyes, I guess, you know, uh, once once they turn the light off, your, your eyes clear up a little bit. And you notice that those five red cubes, um, they did not flinch when that light went up. He says, uh, the MC says, uh, it doesn't just shed light, though, if someone's trying to do a sneaky, a sneaky bad one to you. Uh, it will also reveal invisible creatures and objects as long as they are contained within the lantern's light. Uh, and he lowers the hood. And uh, the auctioneer says, OK, we'll start the bidding at, uh, let's say, five lux. Kind of under his breath to himself, Zook says, but loud enough for the Golden Wolves to, to hear, he says, Oh, there it is. That's the one he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I, Zooks, you keep teeing these up, baby. That's a, that's going to be a deceptione. A big deception check. 16. Fuck me. Damn, that's pretty good, though. Uh, okay, they they shrug, and the wolf just raises his hand and says, well, we'll, we'll do five lux. What is five lux? I don't even know that number. <laughs> so small does this get any reaction from the red cubes make a make a investigation check if, if you are keeping your eye on them which you wouldn't be because you did fail that check uh no no yeah well the 20 that's i mean that's a very very good role to find out that 22 no. yeah it's a 22 but they don't they don't they don't react to anything uh as far as you can tell okay uh the auctioneer says oh uh okay uh Devo- five lux Devo raises his hand and says, eight lux. They look back at you, now like kind of annoyed that you, they say, nine lux, nine lux, the the golden wolf says. I obviously can, I obviously can't compete with you. (laughs) Uh, Cobalt Star raises his hand. He says, I'll, I'll, I'll do 15. And the auctioneer looks surprised and says, oh, um, Okay, uh, this is not your lot, so I suppose you can bid on it. Uh, 15 lux. Uh, going once, going twice. Zook says 18. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, wow, 18. Why are you two not sitting together? 
Okay, it's not my it's not my thing. Uh, eighteen lux, I suppose. Uh, going once, going twice. Uh, the golden wolf raises his hand and says, "25 lux." Twenty-five, going once, going twice. Sold to the golden wolves, making out like bandits. Uh, and the golden wolf stands up and looks around as if to look and see if anybody's proud of him. And that doesn't work. And he says, oh, no, hey, Devo gives him another little genuflect. Uh, he, he just kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. And sits back down. And the auctioneer says, okay, a um, little anticlimactic, but uh, now let's move on to the fourth item. And he throws it open, and you all see sort of stood up on a, a, a tiny little uh, like display case is a very weary-looking, very very kind of small journal. Uh, it is it is leather bound, but like not in any kind of fancy way. Uh, and in fact, the the leather looks like it has been through a you know a meat grinder, but the pages look intact as far as you can tell from this far away. And the auctioneer says, this is, uh, for a certain type of collector, quite a find. Uh, this is the journal of Heretic Knob. Uh, he was, of course, the one of the engineers and architects of the Acropolis of the Delmer Wilds. A bit of a brief history lesson. Um, despite his uh, honored position as one of the chief architects, his designs began incorporating unusual and vestigial principles. Uh, and when those were discovered, he was swiftly exiled from the city, never to be heard from again. Uh, this is one of, as far as I can tell, several uh, recreations of his journal. He had a devout following uh, who were also lost in exile. Um, but this is, of course, a, a very rare uh, tome. And uh, whoever takes it home will will have a new shining star in their collection. And I, Just a Question, I know you said that that wasn't... So you're saying it's just a copy? One of a handful, yes. Ah, but not <sighs> the original. Uh, hmm. He says, we actually have no way of um, telling which Oh, so no way to authenticate original. it? We can authenticate that it is a version of the Journal of Heritage <laughs> Knob. Um, let's begin. The bidding. Uh, we will start Ugh. at ten lux. Five. Uh, he leans over and whispers something to the assistant, and the assistant walks up to you and says, "Sir, we need you to um, follow the the rules of this auction, or we will have to uh, remove you." Oh, I thought I was doing you a favor. I'm so sorry. Make a, what, what are you trying to do here? Because you are pissing them off actively. This is not a show for them. This is a show for everyone oh, around. For okay. Uh, well, I'm still going to need you to roll performance, I think, if that is what you're trying to do. Uh, and this is, I would, I would say, because you're being kind of an ass to these people and as part of your performance, a bit of a high stakes check. Mm, so 14 probably won't do it. No, but... It's also not too low. So the attendant, the uh, the assistant says, uh, "Sir, if you have one more sort of out outburst like that, you you will be removed from the office." Of course. Sorry. Of yes, course. of course. Uh, uh, turns, ten, 10 lux. The red cubes. One of them, uh, who is sitting on the aisle, raises his hand and says, 11 lux." Twelve the, lux. <laughs> the golden wolves. The the wise, quiet one shakes his head and says, "Uh." How about 20 lux? <laughs> 
He looks back at you to see if that gets uh, gets your motor going. Oh, please. You've beaten me so many times already today. Let me have this one win to rebuild some kind of confidence. Uh, persuasion is definitely what that was. Okay, there we go. 19 plus 7 at 26. He stands up and looks at you, and then he lets out a big roaring bear laugh. Just a big one right from the belly. And he uh, he genuflects to you and sits back down. 22 lux. <laughs> uh, the red cubes look at each other. Don't say anything. You don't hear them say anything, but they look at each other. And uh, the one who has been speaking says, 23 lux? There's gotta be half lux, right? <laughs> <laughs> 24 lux. I'm going to make a luck roll here to see if they have one more lux. Well, it's lux. Oh, yeah, sorry. They they sit back down. Um, and you don't hear them speaking now, but you do hear them sort of making sounds that are not necessarily speech to one another, uh, which also kind of, do the golden wolves are sitting nearby, they turn and look back at them sort of quizzically. Um, Admits the tension. I'm going to move closer to the to the front where the object is. Uh, Not suspicious in any way. Just kind of, you know, moving around the room. Okay. Very cool. Very, very like, cool. Well, a little Fonzie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you do that, and you hear the chittering very, very loudly now. Um, and it is not any kind of language you have you have heard before. And then they they quiet down, and they sit still. And sort of, you see their body language kind of like deflate a bit. Um, and the MC says, 24 lux going once, going twice, sold to the, uh, the, the aquamarine scales. And they uh, walk, walk the journal out, back outside. I'll follow them. All right, then let's do this. Uh, you, you follow him outside through the doors and they don't make any, you know, fuss about it mm. because what's another security guard walking around? And they start to wheel it back behind the bar toward the uh, the vault room. Uh, as they are doing that, back in the auction, they remove the last cloth. And you all see um, a glowing, like, light blue orb that is housed within a, like, much larger, shiny metal orb. And you actually hear a gasping sound as the cloth is removed. And the MC says, this is uh, an, another strange one, but uh, incredibly exciting. I would say experimental. This is a first of its kind piece of, of shipboard technology. It is an artificial mind core. This imbues any ship that it is uh, sufficiently adhered to with something resembling sentience. Uh, whatever you use that for aboard the ship, I suppose, is up to you. Maybe you just get lonely. There's no shame there. We all get get to those those peaks and valleys, you know. But I let's delay no longer. We are going to start the bidding at twenty lux. Oh, I don't have any money left, Griffin. I don't know why the auction is okay. still going. Um, we only had, if I remember correctly, twenty four. Twenty four exactly. exactly. On the right, sure. Then uh, the yellow smiley face you know, raises their hand. And the MC says, uh, is there a, you have to also say like the amount that you are, that you are going to, to bid. 
and the the yellow smiley face just raises his hand over and over again. And the MC says, do you want to just do the starting bid, 20 lux? And the yellow smiley face gives a thumbs up. He says, okay, um, to the yellow happy person, uh, 20 lux. Devo, now that they've secured the package, right? Hypothetically, right? They, yeah. He won the auction fair and square. He has a suspicion growing in his mind, and he is going to lean forward to the cobalt suit person mm -hmm. and say, I am surprised you are not bidding on this one, Gustry. Um, hmm. Would this be, uh... What are you trying to do? I I'm, want to see if it's Guthrie. Uh, he says, I, that's not... That's not my name. Who oh, do you think I am? This is not you're not uh, Guthrie, the seller. You bring the bottle of wine that you probably stole from some sort of wreckage to sell here. I didn't. I didn't steal a bottle of wine from. What are you talking about? Uh, I want to. Do I believe him? I mean, make an insight check. Ugh, three plus six and nine. Yeah, you believe him. <laughs> uh, you hear the MC say, uh, okay, 20 lux. Um, going once. Going twice. Uh, sold to the uh, yellow happy man. Um, this, this concludes our auction today. Uh, as he is like wrapping up, all five of the cube people stand up at the same time. And they start to walk out of the room toward the back. And the auctioneer says, okay, usually people wait until we are done with the auction. Uh, but uh, I suppose if maybe you all have to go to the bathroom at the same time. As they walk out uh, or towards the exit, one of them in a, a flash raises his hand and from it, an incredibly searing bright light emits from their hand. And everybody in the room just shrieks. Some of them dive to the floor. Devo and Zooks uh, make a make a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. 11 plus 12. 11 plus 1 for 12. Oh, thank you, yes. 19 plus 3, 22. Okay, Zooks, it doesn't phase you at all. This bright flashing light does not phase you at all. Devo, it hurts a lot, and uh, you are also uh, blinded. I see. And... Everybody in this room starts shrieking. Amber, you hear that shrieking as you are like approaching the door back into the vault room slash kitchen with the leather journal. That is what you walked out with, right? When the leather journal got bought, you followed them. Mm -hmm. the, the two stewards ahead of you roll the, the pedestal into the, the room, into the vault. Do you follow? Mm, yeah. Okay. They walk up to the vault and one of them turns to look at you and kind of gestures a turnaround motion so you're not looking at the vault. Okay, I'll give a thumbs up and turn around. Okay. That's actually when you hear the, the, the shrieks coming from, from outside back toward the auction room. And then you hear two more shrieks from behind you. And you turn around to see the open vault, the two white pyramids laying on the floor, and the two silver stags, each holding their own batons in hand, who now look at you 
and start walking toward you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.